I guess my point and the point of this podcast is whatever they tell you you can't do. Like they told me I couldn't do all the things that I've done. Everything they told me I couldn't do, I've done twice. In the meetings I go to and the fellowships I belong to, there's a lot of humility and you're supposed to humble yourself and and, and blah, blah, blah. And I, I believe in something Selfish called, and greed are two different things. They, they that's are. That's so and many they, people get it confused. They do. And that pride word, and there mm-hmm. is good in having pride in yourself. Yes. It's called humble pride if you yes. want. You know what I mean? And there is an over-exaggeration of pride. There's a saying, and Brian used to say, when Brian's a minister and he used to say, don't be so godly that you're of no earthly use. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yep. there's a lot of preachers and, and people who go to church out here just, yeah. just pointing down at people saying, you need Jesus and this and that. And that's what he says. He said, don't be so godly that you're of no earthly use. Yeah. Right? And I can be proud of myself fully. I believe that when they say pride is like a, a sense of falsehood. Like you don't have anything to validate your pride. Well, they're always Being like. proud of yourself just means you, you're You've done good. And that's the what do you thing think it, God's going to say to you when you get up there? All I want him to say is, Brian, you did good. You did good. That's it. You did good. That's all I need. And, and come in. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome, my son. Uh, Anywho, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another amazing... What episode are we on, Chris? 68. 68. We're on episode 60. The next next one's going to be wild. 69. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be awkward. It's what it's going to be. Anywho, welcome to the show. Welcome to Talk Our Podcast. We are live in Baltimore right now, guys. I don't know why or where, and we ended up in Baltimore, but here we are. We coming to you live. We coming to you loud and and proud. (laughs) Proud to be an American. I'm proud to be... Oh shoot! I'm proud to be sitting next to Brian Gordon over there. Uh, we all we. I, I feel like maybe perhaps next week, maybe oh, episode sixty nine will be in ice baths. Cold plunge. Oh, my favorite episode six nine. It next is. week's episode will be in ice bath. So I might wear. So come next shoes. week and bring your own ice bath. Oh, if you're welcome. going to put your laptop or listening device. Near your bathtub, if that's where you're choosing, please keep it at a safe distance. Especially, there. I feel like I have to say that, or we're gonna get sued. <laughs> I love it. We'll save money. Anywho, two for one. We will be in ice baths because we've talked about ice baths mm-hmm. and the health benefits of said ice baths. You still take ice showers? I did it for a month. I felt uh, amazing from it. But ice plunge is totally different. So when you get so, up at four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and you. Meditate, do your thing, and then take a cold shower. Now, I don't start it cold. I start it hot. I do my normal shower, and then when I'm done, I turn it to cold. And then you... And just and that's like coffee and crack and Red Bull (laughs) and I literally shut that off, and I I am so awake. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, like that great. really sets your day off. I used to like need a little pre-workout. Like I take a little like half scoop shot just to kind of jumpstart my day. Put Nothing too crazy. A little bit of mat, some crack and mix go. it all up and then start the day. Boof it. Yeah. Yeah, I tried dry scooping and it just felt like I was not doing anything appropriate. Anywho, so you're going to want to subscribe to the channel, get down there, right there, Chris, where's the button, right there? Right, I'll put it there. Yeah, right there, perfect, right? Put subscribe so you don't miss the show. We will see you next week. But also, we got a great show today. Let's talk about freaking today. Let's live in the now. Let's live in the now. I what always live today, in the now. Okay, so this goes along the theory of psycho-cybernetics, which we've talked about. 
<laughs> and I lose him every time. Psycho cybernetics is exciting to me because it's a new way of understanding how people think. Your beliefs dictate your thoughts. Your thoughts dictate your, thoughts dictate your feelings. Your feelings. Your feelings dictate your actions. Actions. Your actions create your result. Everything. And that's what reinstills your belief. Okay, so this is known as the psycho cybernetic loop. So Where I see people getting stuck is here we are, we're in beliefs, right? Yeah. So your beliefs are what start everything. So if I believe that I suck, then my day is going to suck. Guaranteed. Every time, right? Without doubt, yeah. The only way to change your belief is to change your thought pattern. So we have to change the way that we see things, right? Absolutely. Perspective, right? Well, how do you do that? Well, that's a good question. Facts and opinions. And this is my favorite part because when you break it down to someone, they, you're like, wait, what? Girl breaks up with you, right? Here, tell you what, we'll do it this way. You tell me a bad experience, a breakup, a, a getting fired, a whatever. Kind of like explain to me the basics of just a real simple, like, I, okay, I got fired. Your reaction is what? You got fired. Now what? And I know it's been a long time. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. In your old thought pattern, when you got fired, what was your reaction? I should have stopped using cocaine a couple okay. of days earlier. Okay. I would have, I would have made it been in the clear. Perfect. <laughs> that was the last firing. I got fired from the Cement Message Union and one of the jobs I was on because I used cocaine for a week straight, and uh, I went in three days later, drank a bunch of stuff, and thought I'd be clean, and I wasn't. Perfect. So you and therefore job, I you blamed. How dare they? Something blame? I'm the only one. Like everyone here is high on something. You know what I mean? Like how they they singled me out. Is that a fact or an opinion? That's an opinion for sure. Yeah, you know, in we hindsight, believe that in they hindsight, all are. That's hindsight, my favorite yeah. part. We believe they all are, right? Because I am, and you act like you are. So you got to be. Yeah, that's still an opinion. So like a breakup, right? Girlfriend cheats on me. My heart's broken. Life is over. Mm. This is a reaction to something. Yeah. What's the fact? Girlfriend cheated on you. You guys broke up. That's a fact. The opinion is, my life is over. I don't want to live no more. I don't. Everything's going to suck. I'm never going to meet another woman or man like that. Like this is the opinion that starts, but we believe it to be fact mm -hmm. because in that moment we can't see past into a new opportunity. So separating your fact from an opinion, just like someone calls me and I freak out. Holy crap. I go into opinion mode. Before I'm you answer the phone, anticipating yeah. what this conversation is going yeah, to be yeah, like scenarios. your boss calls you and you're like, crap, I'm getting fired. You could have had the best damn day at work. You might have left your office light on, <laughs> but you instantly go to like, I'm getting fired and you don't even know why. That's, I, I like to think that's the, the uh, person, people in recovery, that we have the worst scenarios. We always think the worst. Worst right? case. Worst case. Scenarios. This is pretty common with a lot of people. But with addicts, it's a lot more because I believe we've lived in. A space where we feel like we deserve the worst. We, we do, not only do we feel like we deserve the worst, but we, it is shame. But we also, in, in thousands of other scenarios, it, the worst has always happened, right? We put For ourselves sure. in worst possible situations. Yeah. And, of course, the worst possible outcomes always come, come to fruition at that point. And while yeah. that was a great excuse, while it was relevant in the situation, oh, man, I just got fired. Go get high. It's a bad day. Go get high. I woke up. Day. I can't buy my shoe. Go get high. Like it's, it's a great day. Go get high. It doesn't matter. Everything is the worst case, and we don't think about the other options, which are all opinions. Yeah. You gotta separate what is actual fact. What happened to you is a fact. I got punched in the face. That's a fact. It hurt. That's a fact. I'm gonna look like this forever. That's an opinion. No one's gonna love me. Chicks well, don't dig scars. That's an opinion. I, you know, I, we kind of talked about it, it, opinions. 
put put a you know i just want to say this man like opinions aren't facts right we know that opinions are not facts and opinions truth be told like i don't give a shit about anybody's opinions anymore you know what i mean for sure but in my life of addiction and and up into you know a few years back like everybody's opinion of me carried so much weight with me and it wasn't even still does a little bit it, sometimes so, oh, of people me, I I'll care catch about myself the, no people even I care people about. i don't i'll catch myself like yeah. wait wh- wh- why do i even who are you but but right like why the f do yeah. i even care like, right you know you're 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 sam 417 on on instagram i don't right. give a shit what you think i don't even know where you live right but nine times out of ten i would say the scenarios i play out of what people's opinions of me mm-hmm. most of the time are not right you know, that's me again. That's my perspective. Right? It's me being the addict mentality and having that subconscious, everything's got to be bad, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mentality. And, and that, regardless of how great of a mindset I have today and how I can naturally look at a, a situation and, and, and instinctually find the good in it, because mm-hmm. I can, I do very well in tragic situations. I yep. like, I can find it, yep. but there are those little things throughout the day that creep in that I'm not even aware of. Like, and, and a lot of it is scenarios of what I think people think about me. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't really even know what you think about me, but I think mm-hmm. I know what you think about me. Most of the time we anticipate a lot about people, just like you'll, like I was talking to my mom today about this. You'll see a movie star and you will automatically imagine what their life would look like. If it's a woman, she's got a sexy, hot husband who does whatever. They're all married They've to They've got Brad 27 Pitt. maids. They're living in a mansion. And then you see their reality, and they're like small little beach house in Malibu. They're just chilling, driving a Volkswagen. Like, that's not who they really are. But you've made up this picture in your mind just from seeing them on a movie. You don't know anything about this person. Yeah. Just like they don't know anything about you. As you were discussing that, though, what came into my mind and what I want people to understand is that will always be there as it should. Okay. Because you can't have all positive. It's balance. Yeah. If everything is positive, then what is it? (laughs) It's It's nothing at that moment. It's just there. You have to have negative on some level. It's how you approach both that change your life. Because you're going to get stuck in that loop, that psycho-cybernetic loop of holy crap, here I go, back to negative thought patterns. And it takes you a minute. But then when you get out of that one, you feel even better than you normally do because now you're catching yourself do it, and it becomes more fun. It's still there, and you may beat yourself up for 0.5 seconds, sometimes 25 minutes. It all depends on what it is. Sometimes a whole day. Sometimes you do have those days, right? Worst case scenario is what you make it. There is no good or bad, but thinking makes it so. We've talked about this so many times, and I get so many people that are like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's a bumper sticker. And I'm just, it's definitely, (laughs) it could be a bumper sticker. I think it was William Shakespeare. But understanding the facts and opinions on everything in life will completely change your direction. And having the ability to stop, just stop. Everybody's in such a hurry. That's the biggest problem is... They feel like they might be in danger and reaction. Boom. And now we're at 10,000. We got to crush this now. And it may be nothing that needs crushed. Well, well, as I say this, what I feel like people, what the, the world seems to be doing today is everything is based on feelings and, and opinions. 
Yeah. Everything that we're doing in this country is based on feelings anymore. And I hate it. I hate to watch it. I, you know, when I was growing up, like, I, my feelings didn't mean shit. Right. And then there was a whole movement a few years back about how, you know, you need to have, we need to be in touch with our feelings and we need to, and that's great. Mm -hmm. Besides, it went all the way. It, it went. Sorry, could you say that again? Who was that? My watch is yelling at you because you're yelling at me, apparently. Sorry it, about it, that. It went, you know, while, while understanding feelings and, and, and trying to be in tune with things, but it, it's great. Right. But it's a moderate level. Now we've went so overboard that feelings are, are, you know, in people's minds, feelings are facts and feelings need to be, you know, people get canceled on feelings. People yeah. get closed on feelings. People get fired based on feelings. People get arrested based on feelings rather than arrested because they broke the law. You know what I mean? Uh, Jess can get it. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, feelings are, in a sense, a good thing. Because, you know, us men growing up in the era that we grew up in, we, we didn't really have any of those to be in tune with. We weren't, we weren't, a, it wasn't a thing. You know, if it, if it, if it hurt, rub dirt on it. If it hurts your feelings, good. That's a good thing. Now grow from it. Shut up. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and now it's just so overboard and overbearing with, uh, with everybody's feelings. And now even when, when we talk on this podcast, I have to watch what I say. You know what I mean? I have to, and Chris has to edit a whole shit ton I'm just going to be honest with all y'all. I watched the first one, and I'm not going to watch anymore. <laughs> I just don't, like, I, I, I watched it. It was good, don't get me wrong, but I sat there and, like, didn't even listen to the podcast because I was in my own negative feedback loop where I was just feeding myself, oh, you could have done this better, you could have done that better. <laughs> and then, come to find Did out, you do that recently? I get, this was, no, this was, like, back when we first launched. Oh, okay. Come to find out recently, I got a message from somebody that had seen the first one and it was like super impactful. All right. And here I That's am like, works. oh, we got to change this. I even remember sending Chris a message like, hey, dude, can we go in there and like take out some of that cursing? Because they sound like a drunken trucker married a sailor and is stuck in a boat somewhere. <laughs> like, it's bad. I was like, I kind of felt uncomfortable, but that's me. Yeah. And that's the real me. And that's what is the core of this podcast and what we're doing. And to touch base on this feelings thing, it's... As I dive deeper and deeper into this whole psychological world, which I'm super fascinated by, as everybody knows, because it just is fun and amazing. That's all he talks about. <laughs> He's recovery. I'm psychology. Someday we'll make like an unstoppable team on another level besides this one. Oh, right. That book we, keep, we talk about. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So feelings, emotions, right? They're the same thing in reality. And well, something that is backed okay. up by emotion, right? Like that's what it's triggering. Your feelings are triggering some type of emotion. So we're, we're telling you we care about your feelings because that's going to trigger an emotional response because it means I care about you. So as the government sits there and I'm going to say this about you guys, I'm sorry. You, we, I'm on to you. Okay. Okay. What they're doing is using our emotions against us. They know it's just like the Alpo commercial. With the dogs. That's really about like oh, feed America. They take these. They make you watch something that gets you into like it. Maybe not Alpo. I'm sorry, Alpo. You're a great dog food. But you know what I mean? Like it was the uh, the homeless dogs. Right. So they but they they play this real sad song. I just sang it to you. get you in your feelings. Right. And now you. Arms of the angels. Yes. And now you, I hope we don't get demonetized for his beautiful singing, but you get into your emotions and you trigger a response. 
And well, that's what they're doing. That's what they're they do every four like years. They care right? when you can't just care about one side. You have to care about all sides. And that's why there should have been, like it was supposed to be, Don't church and state. Oh. Right? Everything needed to stay separated for a reason. Yeah. That's just what they called it. If you're offended by church, I really don't care. I am a believer in God. Deal with it. Yeah. We Hope need offended. to be more focused on, like, I'm not worried about the government and what they're doing right now. I've talked to people recently that get all in this, like, Well, what we've said, we said this last week, too. They do this same thing every four years. Yes. They do the same loop every four years they start bringing up race they start bringing up uh you know so it is may religion all end of may right right i will tell you right now as we get closer to the official election year you mm-hmm. will start to see them bash more of the people running for president that's all it'll be on yeah whoever is electoral in making it to the run as far as the presidential race will all of a sudden become a bashing battle you is. haven't heard anything about these people for the past three years, okay? Nothing. But every negative thing about them that can trigger a response by you, whether it Clickbait. be race, whether it be parenting, whether it be education, Gender. these are genders. These are all high states of emotion that which, trigger a response. Which triggers clickbait. So they want to make money. you believe. Money, money, money. They make you believe that about the person. <clears throat> And then that triggers your results. Even though you have zero facts that actually back it up, just because the news said it was so doesn't make it true. 99.9% of the time, it's not. It's a lie, especially with today's media. Well, here, I, I want to notice what they've been doing. They've been like just bending it just enough where it's like in that gray area of truth and lie. It's like got a little bit of fact in it, but it's their version of the fact. So is it really a lie? Right. It's like their so perception of it. A lot of it's just out and out lies, though. They just, I wish I had some, some. I've seen some of them. Just out and out lies. Yeah. But I want to get back to what you started off talking about. And I want to talk about, you know, facts versus opinion. I want to mm-hmm. talk about tragic times. And, and when you, you know, when you're going through an emotional state of possibly, we use this word nowadays quite often, trauma time of your life right mm-hmm. there's a lot of trauma involved whether mm-hmm. it be a breakup whether Very it be emotional a loss state. of a yes. loss of a career mm-hmm. whether it be you know even even worse right mm-hmm. every i just want to say this because i think it's, i think it's valid like everything i've ever been through in my life mm-hmm. was incredibly hard like the hard like, I mean, even prison and jail and <clears throat> being sleeping outside and and the worst breakups with toxic relationships you can ever imagine and and losing of jobs and 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 losing of houses and all the things that just you know death around me like like people dying mm-hmm. in the same car as me and mm-hmm. in the same house as me and <clears throat> you know just all of that tragic stuff like everything i've ever been through was hard but everything i've went through has made me who i am like when i got to the other side of it i was grateful that i went through it and that's weird to say like mm-hmm. i was like you know Thank God for unanswered prayers sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, because when you're praying to get that person back and you're you're begging and pleading like, oh, my God, I'll just. They're do not it. unanswered. <laughs> They're just answered in the way you don't like. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I, you know, that's my point. Thank God for that, because, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, if, you know, I, I looked, I'm, I'm thinking of one in relationship in particular right now. And, oh, God, it was horrible. Right. I was with this person for. Uh, a lot of years and when it when it was over and i realized it was actually over this time well my world crashed right Mm -hmm. my world came down and i was just begging and pleading with 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 whomever would listen to me right Mm -hmm. god 
I was I would have sold my soul to the devil. Why me? You know what I mean? What like, did I do to I'll, deserve this? I'll I'll change it. You know what I mean? I, I'll I'll quit everything right now. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just foxhole prayers, right? But you know, thank God. Because when I got through that and I realized what kind of a mess that was, you know, mm-hmm. like, holy shit, I got saved, you know, thank God for that. Because I, you know, if you, if God or devil or Satan or whomever I was praying to at the time, which could have been all of them, all of the above, uh, would have answered that and gave me what I wanted, God, I'd still be miserable. You know, it's just like prison. Like when I went through prison, it was hard. Mm-hmm. But when I got out, I was like, hey, you know what? I needed that. Thank mm-hmm. God for that. I needed that. And, it, you know, that year, the last year that I sat in the county, I sat in the county for a year, and, and, and it was, oh, that's, that's the word. That's dead time, right? Well, there it is. Fact. Prison sucks. Fact. You went to prison. Typical opinion that follows. Felons don't get good jobs. Felons aren't successful. Yeah. Felons yeah. can't hold relationships. Felons can't get back into society. Opinions. Yeah. But well, they become a belief to the point where people feel like they're fact. I hear it multiple times from people that I people reach out for coaching well I'm a convict and it's this I can't get a job bullshit what are you talking about bullshit there's so many I got a list of over a hundred companies in our area that will hire you just because you're a felon yeah you know what I mean because they get tax incentives that is something that they still needed to believe. I was right. listening to Tony Robbins this morning, and he was listening, and they, they told the story of a, of a man who was struggling really bad. He's sitting in a park, and um, his business is it's he's looking at his numbers. He's just trying to get away from the office, and so he's looking through his books, and he's looking at things, and a man walks up and sits down next to him, and he's like, hey, you doing all right? And he's like, no, man, my, my business is, is really, really struggling right now, and he, he the other man says to him, well, well, what can I do? And he was like, oh, man, I don't, I don't really know. Like, it's going to take a lot of money to get out of this. And the guy says, well, I happen to be Rockefeller. Let me write you a check. Gets out a checkbook, <coughs> writes a check for half a million dollars. He asks him how much you need. The guy said he needed 300000 He said, I'll give you 500000 just to make sure you'll be okay. The man leaves, all excited now goes back to his business and he's staring at this check and he's making a decision. I can cash this check and bail myself out or let me dig a little bit deeper before I get into debt. Digs in deeper, turns his business around. Everything starts going better. He gets out of debt. He hasn't touched the check. He put it in the safe. He's like, I know I always have it, but I don't really want to use it. Mm. Turns his business around a year later. He cruises back to the same park. Man happens to walk up again. He has a check in his pocket. He's like, hey, sir, I just want to thank you, Mr. Rockefeller. And I want to give you back your check. I didn't need it. <laughs> Three minutes later, a nurse comes running down the pathway. Sir, sir, are you okay? Are you okay? Grabs the Rockefeller, who happened to be a psych patient, is not really Rockefeller, thinks he is, <laughs> wrote a fake check. But because the man that received the check believed it was so real, he turned his whole entire business around yeah. without ever doing anything. Because in that moment... The emotions that got attached to everything and his belief in what he was feeling in that moment was so real that he turned his whole entire business around. And this happens constantly. Like a doctor will say, you're never going to walk again. And two weeks later, you get up and walk out of the hospital because in your head, you're like, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm. I'm going to walk again. I don't know why you would say that to me. I don't believe that. And there is story after story after story of people with just their mind curing themselves of every bad thing you could possibly imagine and that doesn't mean the bad things went away it just means they know how to deal with them so to your point of like 
you're in these moments and these negative thoughts and all of your life. And again, I was talking with my mom today and she was talking about life in general and where we're at today. And I'm like, I wouldn't change any of it. And she was like, I would. And I said, why? And she started explaining other situations. And I said, but the end of that is a good story. How they got there doesn't really matter. Yeah. If you changed any <clears throat> of that, I would be different. They would be different. This whole story would be different. Yeah. So why change it? Yeah. I don't understand that part. Uh, that's, it's, it's I don't just, live with regrets. It's just like in 20 years of addiction, right? Sorry, okay, my watch doesn't like you, so it's coming off. <laughs> I didn't even yell. It's 20 years of addiction, right? Knowing, knowing damn well, like believing wholeheartedly. Without, with, there, there was no other belief. Absolutely. That I was going to die this way or, or, and, or I was going to be in jail for the, or prison for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. One of the two was going to happen. There was no other belief system and something happened, you know, when I was 35 and got locked up in that County for the year, like there's a lot of psychological, you know, spiritual stuff that happened inside that, that stint. Mm -hmm. And it was no different than any other stint. Like I've done, I've been in and out of prison and jail so many times. It was no different. But something inside of me <clears throat> said, this is not the ending to my story. Mm -hmm. Now, I had no idea where where my life would go or how how, how great it could actually be. You know, looking looking back from, from no way I would imagine where I'm at today mm -hmm. in, in life and the things that I'm doing to, to make a, you know, I'm building a legacy, you know, of... of uh, you know, I, I always stuck, stuck by uh, a belief system that uh, real leaders don't build followers. They build leaders. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? And I, I've built so many. I, 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 not, I hate saying it, but it's true. I like, don't. Some of the shit that I've done has built so many different leaders that are in all walks of life who are doing amazing things with their life, who are building other leaders, whom are building other leaders. Am I the only one who just heard that? I, he said, I feel so weird saying that because I, 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 I don't feel bad at all saying it. I'm the selfish son of a bitch asshole <laughs> that all of you want to know because I am going to give you the truth just like you do, and you're going to build people up with reality. Yeah. With facts, yeah. not opinions. You know, facts are here's an opportunity. Your opinion is, I don't know what the hell you're going to do with it. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, they tell, they, 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 and plenty of they's in my life told me that, that, every, that my, they might have, I, I might have got my belief system off of they. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Tell me that this is what I'm going to be. And, and you're never going to amount to shit. Started in my, you know, in grade school, you know, I'm the class clown. I'm always in trouble, and you're never going out to shit. You're going to you your know? belief system was dictated off of others' opinions. Sure, it was. Yeah, and a lot of us are. You know a lot I mean? of us are stuck in that. Just like with the doctor who mm -hmm. said you're never going to walk again. Mm -hmm. You walk two weeks. Many, many, many thousands of hundreds of thousands of people take that belief from that doctor. Just like the doctor who told me that I'm going to be on this medication for the rest of my life. Like I, you know, I'm supposed to believe him, and I did at the time. But you notice when they always give that information, what they say it is my medical opinion that you're never going to walk again because even they know that opinion. it just can't be a fact yeah. you, they don't know none of us do based on the but data my, it is my medical opinion that you're never going to walk again i guess my point and the point of this podcast is and whatever they tell you you can't do like they told me i couldn't do all the things that i've done they've told me i, I everything they told me i couldn't do i've done twice that's what you I know what i mean 
you know, you, I taught you talk about being selfish. I talked about in a meeting the other day, uh, you know, in, you know, in, in, in Alcoholics Anonymous and the meetings I go to and the fellowships I belong to, you know, there's, there's a lot of humility and you're supposed to humble yourself and, and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and, but I, I believe in something selfish called, and greed are two different things. They, they that's are. Where so and many they, people get it confused. They do. And that pride word, and there mm-hmm. is good in having pride in yourself. Yes. It's called humble pride. If you yes. want, you know what I mean? And there is, there is an, ex, there's a, an over exaggeration of pride where that becomes um i forget the that's word that's more like envy well you, you, just, you want you people to be envious of you yeah yeah like, you know you, you think of your better and, and there's a saying and brian used to say when brian's a minister and he used to say don't be so godly that you're of no earthly use yeah you know what i mean and yep. there's a lot of preachers and and people who go to church out here just, yeah. just pointing down at people saying you need jesus and this and that and that's what he says he said don't be so godly that you're of no earthly use yeah Right, and I can be proud of myself fully, without being so. I believe that when they say pride is like a a sense of falsehood, like you don't have anything to validate your pride. Well, they're always proud of yourself. Just means you you're uh, you've done good. And that's what do you think God's gonna say to you when you get up? All I want him to say is, Brian, you did good. You did good. That's it. You did good. That's all I need. And and come in. (laughs) (laughs) You are welcome, my son. No, but I mean, it's it gets so misconstrued at times because they kind of, you know, they take the pride out of it. And, like, you know, a lot of these people and myself, we, I post a lot of stuff that I do in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's not because, oh, look at me. It's mm-hmm. because, oh, my God, bro, I'm proud of the things that I've that I'm accomplishing and my team's accomplishing and my people. My posts, by the way, are all about look at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's fine, right? Go, you know, but, I, but I'm not. My, my, mine is like, if I can do this, mm-hmm. a complete bottom drunk, right. sleeping outside, right. homeless, right. junkie, needle, right. if I can do this, so can you. That's why it's all about me. <laughs> I have to do this for me so I can show you that you can too. But I have yeah. to do it first. If I, I'm not leading well, the, the example, thing. then you're screwed. Well, that's the other thing about being selfish, too, because we're not supposed to. We're, we, us as addicts and alcoholics are selfish and self-centered by nature, okay. right? But we do that in the negative connotations right. of that word, right? But if when we're self, if we're not selfish in, in recovery, then all we're doing is pouring from, from our glass. We're not filling it up. You know what I mean? If I ain't right... I can't fix you. I can't help you. I can't guide you. I can't mentor you if I'm all f***ed up. Right. It's just like the, you know, you're on an airplane and they say, put your mask on first. Why? Not because you're selfish. It's because you can't help other people if you can't breathe. If I can't help myself, I can't help you. No, man. No. And it's, Quick cussing. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. My cup runneth over. Right? Okay. My cuppeth. My cuppeth runneth over. <laughs> it's the whole theory behind it. You can't fill from an empty cup. You can't. And if I pour the majority of thirsty. me out and I intend to help others, I got to fill myself back up. Yeah. And that's what I am constantly doing. I keep myself full so that every time I reach a situation where I need to be there first and I'm willing to be there last, I pour my cup out. Yeah. Soon as I am done and I've reached my limit, I go back and fill my cup up. You, because you are going to, you, you are going to be worthless to anyone else. Yeah, if you are, I'm not, human. If you are not who, where you need to be. If I you're can't not spiritually you. fit, yeah. if you're not physically fit, mm-hmm. you, then you are going to be worthless to your family, mm-hmm. to your mentees, to to your people that you're coaching, to just people in general. 
your people at work. You know, if you're irritable, restless, and, and which is the nature of running your cup empty, mm-hmm. you run your cup empty, you're irritable, you're restless, you're discontent with life, you're angry, you're, you're self-worth, you're, uh, every, you start to get in this mindset of, of uh, poor me, poor me, mm-hmm. right? If you, if, if you are like that for too long, then you're going you're, you're gonna to do what I, if addicts, if you're an addict or an alcoholic in recovery, and if you do that for irritable, restless, and discontent for too long, you, you're eventually going to snap out on somebody, right? Or you're going to take a drink mm-hmm. or, you know, there's, there's tons of ways to relapse in, in recovery without taking a drink. Mm-hmm. The, the behavior relapse, mm-hmm. the spiritual relapse, mm-hmm. the, the isolate relapse, you know, it's all those things, right? And if, if you're in that mode, you're going to be useless to anybody else you come in contact with. Try giving your friend to the hospital with no gas in your car. <laughs> I'll wait. Put him on my a, back. Let's it's going to be a long walk, let me tell you. <laughs> and it's the basic fundamentals of life. But to end on a good, uh, we always end on a good note, but to end on this, my biggest thing is your own facts and your own opinions. Screw everybody else. Right. I got to worry about my opinions, my opinions of me, my opinions of life, which is my perception ultimately, right? I, I encounter a situation and then I have the facts of the situation and a ton of opinions. Mm-hmm. And I have to learn to let those opinions exist and fall where they may, understanding that I am in control of the opinion that I pick. It's my choice. Opinions are a choice. Facts are going to be facts. I am going to wake up tomorrow unless I die. That's a fact. What am I going to do when I wake up? Snooze my alarm. No, that's a fact. (laughs) That's a fact because I chose that Uh, to become factual. Hey, baby, you say he's not going to do that. Why are you projecting? (laughs) I'm talking about you. I am not doing therapy today. So, ladies and gentlemen, what I, what I, what we want out of this and everything we're doing right now is to understand that you are in control of your life, your destiny. We are all Stop about being selfish so you can build up others because that is how we do this. You can't pour from an empty cup. You got to fill yourself up so you can go fill up everybody else's cup. And as they get used to that, they will continue to do the same. And this is building a new loop of new things and new thought patterns because people are an energy force and they will bounce off of your energy. And I'm a firm believer in manifesting and energy forces and all of these things. But I am meticulous about my morning. It is all about me. Yeah. Everything. So that I can jump out and get ready and run like a rocket through the rest of life right like i have i was watching chris rockets don't run hey they shoot off five four three two one ready go (laughs) go baby and who well thank you guys for joining us please like subscribe tell your friends guys share this out with your people man uh and we will see you next week we are doing the ice plunge (laughs) ladies and gentlemen it's going to be like 12 degrees all of a sudden oh my god so we're going to do it next week on on episode 69 you're not going to want to miss it love it i don't want to be upside down in the water